Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Meme and Dive podcast. Today, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Cord underscore Gamer. What's up? And the magnificent Knock.V. How's it going? Today, we're going to be talking about some crazy, absolutely wild news topics from this week, because a lot of things happened this week that were just kind of, you know, interesting. So we're going to talk about them. However, before we do that, we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves, because why not? Um, we uh, messed with this uh, concept last week, but we decided we wanted to do some little personal questions at the beginning of the show so that people can kind of get to know us and like whatevs. So for our first question of the day, Cord underscore Gamer, my man. Oh, oh, oh boy. Can you I'm list us? on the hot mic. Can you list us an occupation uh-huh. or hobby that you have? What type of... What, I game. I stream. <laughs> <laughs> They're both. Technically, I get paid for oh it. God. So it's an occupation and it's a hobby because I game. So it's both and or above. <laughs> it's the best possible answer to the question as it covers all of my bases. I don't know what else you were trying to get from this question. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to tell everyone my real job like I'm a dishwasher or something like that. That would be embarrassing if that got leaked (laughs) out to the public. I don't think that's, I don't think that's embarrassing. I was a dishwasher. I mean, in a hypothetical, in a hypothetical, you know, scenario to where I'm a dishwasher at a college cafeteria. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, That would be embarrassing. So I don't want, I don't want to deal with that, you know. We don't want to leak that. streamer. No, not leaked at all. We don't want anyone to have any sort of semblance of an idea of what I do for a quote unquote living when that really makes just my loan payments per month. Okay, knock. Do you have a more clear answer? Not shadowed in mystery? Sure. I mean, I actually have an occupation because I'm not a student. Um, I am a software developer, web developer, specifically speaking, a UI developer. Uh, so like web front end stuff, JavaScript, HTML, that crap. Uh, I have a lot of hobbies, but I guess I, you know I kind of dabble a little bit in music production. <laughs> I dabble a little bit, a L- little bit, yeah, just just <laughs> like a tiny gonna... bit. You know, I just I just kind of put together a, a chord here and there every once in a while in my free it's time. It's not like you wrote you know. the intro or anything. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> or it has like a monthly check from Patreon. Oh yeah. God! Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, and Spotify okay. and everything like that. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. No need to flex, nice. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways, right, what about well you, Mizier? Uh, man, I've got a lot of hobbies. Uh, but as for an occupation, I'll do that one first because that's easy. I'm a barista. I work making coffee for people, and I enjoy it quite a lot because I work in like a not very busy place. So. It's very chill and very nice. Um, as for hobbies, I have a lot as well. Uh, I skateboard, I play games, I draw. There's a bunch of other things that will probably come up and I just have no idea. But yeah, that's it for me. Um, and I'm just going to do one more question that's like kind of personal for this week and then we'll get to the news. Uh, but this one's kind of convoluted. So guys, what is your first exposure to the internet please Let's define you, all the terms uh, in that sentence please define i, I need okay. like define like spell I'm, I'm at a spelling bee <laughs> here please <laughs> define definition of the word use it okay, in a sentence um, please 
Okay, so first exposure. Mm, let's like, do like first time that you use the internet to like interact with people. Ooh, okay. On the internet. Oh. Or, you know, I have a better idea of this question because I feel like, again, that's, that's kind of convoluted again. Like, when was the first, well, like, when did I'm you, leaving it open-ended. Let me, let me develop this thought before you shoot it down, bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, more of, like, when was the, what started you off in your kind of internet personality that you have today? Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's more of an interesting question than when was the first time you touched the internet, interacted someone with the internet, because no one wants to hear about sure. how I played AOL games when I was like three or whenever that was. <laughs> okay, well question. then fine. How did you begin as a personality on the internet? <coughs> how did I begin as a personality on the internet? Well, So yeah, that's how I became a personality on the internet. It's really what? quite an amazing story. You fucking, you fucking shape the question into something that fits you, and then you don't say shit. I know, right? <laughs> you really did. Mizio, <laughs> how about you? Please tell us all about your origin story. Right, okay, so for me, starting out on the internet, it used to just be like flash games and stuff, and that was like how I got into the internet, and then I found YouTube. And then I made YouTube videos for a little bit, like when I was like, God, I was like 14 years old or something like They're that. They're absolutely hilarious. Absolutely They're hilarious. Awful, and I hate them. They're incredibly embarrassing. And there's only two that I left up on my channel because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to nuke everything. But uh, it, it was bad. You, sh you shouldn't have nuked anything. That's so sad. I know I shouldn't have. I know. An I know. important part it, of internet history well, is now forever gone. <laughs> well, it was because uh, I, in high school, like in my very first year of high school, I like told people about it and then they found it and then I got embarrassed about it. So I deleted a bunch of them. Oh, so, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but then after that, I like didn't use social media for like forever. And then like, I think in my sophomore year toward like the end of the sophomore year I picked up discord and streaming or actually no streaming I did in like that summer after my sophomore year but pretty much ever since then I've just kind of been here doing my own thing knock how about you you, you I'm sure you have an interesting origin story I guess uh, probably probably I mean it's gonna sound incredibly primitive and boomeresque I guess that's what I'm excited about, though. Yeah, okay. Back in the good I old guess, days of dial-up connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. So, I, I mean, a lot of my experience with technology and the internet is through my my brother, my older brother, who kind of, I, I guess, kind of introduced me to a lot of that stuff. Um, I remember him getting a, a dial-up 28.8K modem and Oof. hooking it up to a free internet service, which, like, showed ads while you were browsing the internet. And I was trying uh, to say that ironically. No, it's <laughs> nothing ironic about it at all. Um, hooking up to uh, BBS forums and playing text-based online games. <laughs> oh, I, you know, yeah. I, I didn't do that personally. Like it was just me watching. Like my specific first probably experiences on the internet was actually downloading Pokemon Red and Blue ROMs. To play with, to play with no dollar GBA, a DOS, a DOS-based Game Boy emulator. That's so sick! Absolutely fantastic. That is so awesome. 
<laughs> as someone who has done a lot of emulating in his life, that is the coolest shit. <laughs> yeah, and it took like 15 minutes to download because it was like 1.4 meg. Wow. <laughs> I never I never even thought about that, but like emulation and DOS, that's... Yeah, yeah absolutely crazy. And then, yeah. How about I mean, like... Sorry, I was just going to ask like personality, like as an internet, I don't know, presence on like social media or like producing music for you, I yeah, guess. I, I went How'd you through, start there? I went through a lot of personality iterations. Um, <clears throat> even though I don't think like Knock V is the, the the coolest name ever. It's honestly kind of cringy, but I, I, I've nah. made it a, a promise to myself that I would stay with this one because I've gone through so many. Um, but yeah, I, I made music under about probably four different names prior to Nokia. Jeez. I've been making music for, now I think about it, pretty damn close to 18 years. Wow. You know, I, oh I was gosh. about to go, I've been making music for 20 plus years. And then you say 18, <laughs> I go, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bring no, out the AARP card, guys. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's enough from us. Let's move on to some actual news, some crazy stuff that happened. Uh, first things first, Kanye's new album, Donda, finally dropped. It got like teased that it was going to drop like, I think like a month ago or a month and a half ago or something like that. And then it didn't. And then he started this live performance out of it. He's been performing in like, I don't even know, some stadium for like yeah. a month or whatever. The, but which, by the way, the rent is like half a million dollars per month on Oof. that. That's insanity for him to be doing that. He like lives there. That's crazy. Um, but the album finally got released and uh, like this past week. And apparently it wasn't with Kanye's approval. UMG just decided to drop it for him just without his consent. And they also removed a song from the album. It was the original version of jail two, which, uh, featured, uh, baby and Marilyn Manson. Interesting combination. Kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting combo for sure. But like, are both of that's them crazy that the label did drama that. recently? They have. Yeah. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. I, I honestly that's, feel like that's kind of, why birth the baby and Marilyn Manson are on that track. Like almost as if, yeah. almost as if like Kanye is known to be kind of more of a conservative person and conservatives have kind of like a, an aversion to cancel culture. So I feel like maybe that was kind of like a, an F you to people in a way. And that might've <laughs> been why UMG didn't really want to release that track. Oh yeah. Or, but or maybe it was ultimately, just I think I think it was just because of the controversy, and so UMG was like, "I'm scared to put this out." <laughs> probably, honestly, <laughs> I think it was just. I I would guess it was probably just bad timing. There was just it was just luck that mm. both of those two people were on the same album and got in drama uh, around yeah, the same probably. time, and UMG Maybe. was just like UMG was over here like, "Dang, this is like a sign from God. Remove that shit. Pump it out now." <laughs> Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, my God. I, honestly, I have no idea how, how that would happen. There must have been yeah. some sort of contractual thing between UMG and Kanye and that the the release date of these things should have been known for a very long time. I, either, yeah. either Kanye knew when it was coming out 
and UMG did some shady shit or, you know, Kanye's lying and just being a little bit of a brat. I feel like, I feel like record companies, uh, that's true. That's true. I feel like record companies may have more power over musicians and their music than we would think. Like just talking about this kind of reminded me a couple months ago. Um, I can't remember what Twitch event it was. It was some sort of Twitch sponsored event that they had Metallica live playing and like 15 seconds into Metallica playing on stage. They like put over it some like lame copyright free wood pipe music for the rest of the performance because the record label got all pissed at them. So I feel like I feel like record labels have more control over artists and their music and their intellectual property per se that we tend to give them credit Mm. for even think about because we're not musicians over here and we don't give a shit. If if the contracts are set up so that the artist gets paid like an advance and then there's like a contract signed where, you know, any music that you produce over a certain period of time is the property of the label. Um, You know, that, that happens with a lot of artists. I remember specifically I was, I was reading about um, Yellow Wolf uh, signing a deal with Shady Records and there, there was a lot of controversy with him recently. Sounds pretty shady. And <laughs> really, really, dude. Well, all right. <laughs> what can I say? I go for the yeah. low. I go for the low hanging fruit. What do you mean? Oh do you gosh. really expect me to pass up on that comment, please? <laughs> well, yeah. His his, um, his contract specifically stated that he owed Shady Record a certain number of albums. So yeah, you you could be absolutely right. And that the record labels have a lot more power over this than we think. Yeah, I bet that actually is it. But like, uh, it it also, like just the fact that they removed a song or like, like there's a version of Jail 2 that's like up there, but it's not the original. Like, I want to know how that happened. Mm. Like, why does he have just two versions of this song? Probably... (laughs) that happens I, I, I feel a lot. like one of them I, well i feel like one of them uh the one that's up on spotify might have been a previous version that got cut out uh due to like what's it called just the creative process yeah and then he and then kanye was like oh i like this version with the baby and marilyn manson better and so that's the one that maybe he used in the performance maybe. or something i don't know but i think maybe. the um the one with the baby and marilyn manson is on spotify or at least it was when i looked oh it, it doesn't, if Maybe you look it, in the credits, it uses their real names. I think Marilyn Manson's real name is like Brian something. Huh. Oh. I, I didn't notice that. But this kind of chopping and changing of artists in like, uh, like mainstream music is actually really, really common. So like, do you know the, the song by, uh, the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber stay? Oh yeah. 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 So if you actually look on YouTube, there's a version of that track that came out, um, maybe a month or two before the version with Justin Bieber. It didn't originally have Justin Bieber on it. It had uh, Juice World on it. What? Yeah. Huh. Huh. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's, I was not expecting that. Okay, then. Yeah, huh. like the Kid Leroy and Juice World were actually really, really good friends before, unfortunately, he passed. Mm. Damn. That's crazy. Wow. So what do you uh, think of Donda, everybody? Just real quick. Let's <laughs> let's get that out there. I'm surprised we didn't actually get to that yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. Knock, what did you think being the being resident music man? I think it was a letdown. Um, I think it was too. I, I think Kanye is incredibly talented. His production is for the most part really good. There are a few mm. good tracks on this album, but it's not a strong yeah. album. No, it doesn't. It's like it's like 
good, but like a lot, you have to sift through the bad to get to the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the production is crazy. Oh, yeah. Like it, it's just like mute, like, or what am I trying to think of? Like on the like music tech side of things, mm-hmm. it's like really cool and interesting, but like, eh, I don't know. It's just something feels wrong. It rubs me the wrong way. Cord, what do you so think? I think? I think I have an interesting, uh, the insight into this because like i don't listen to a ton of rap i'm not a huge fan of rap it's not something i really listen to and just for the sake of the podcast because i had a feeling this would come up i was like you know what i'm just gonna put myself through hell this week and listen to both (laughs) new rap albums that came out this week just because why not and (laughs) i feel like like i it was hard to listen through so a couple things number one the length it was way too bloated of an oh, album. yeah. Like, yeah. goodness graciousness, the amount of songs that were just hour super, 46 minutes, I think. super repetitive and shit. Like, it was just very unnecessarily long, too many tracks. Mm. And I feel like, like, I get the appeal of it, but I feel like just because of uh, Kanye's, because of Kanye's feelings and his now religious affiliation that he's trying to put in his music and his life now. The album felt really divided into almost like this Christianese rap album, but also like a depresso sad boy rap album. And it was trying to be both. It was trying to be both, but didn't do either well at all. So it was just like, it felt like a bunch of really well-performed mush. That's a really, really good take on that. Yeah, that's like what I... I'm like feeling in my head. I'm like, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> it's kind of funny that's, looking at the the wow. track count for it and think like when I originally saw the track count, just the track count alone, I thought, oh yeah, this is one of those albums that's like tons of tracks, but they're all like a minute and a half to two and a half minutes just to yeah. just to get those streaming counts, just to make that money. And I looked at it, I'm like, no, these are all full length tracks. This album is massive. Yeah, jail is like nine minutes long jail two is like 10 minutes long or something like that it's crazy yeah that's... bro okay i got oh, no, no, i got no. was it uh jesus christ or something jesus lord yeah 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 that's yeah, what yeah. it was yeah I, I gotta ask though for you music people more musically interested yeah. people than i am is there just something about dropping albums the first week of september or some shit like that because <laughs> by my calculations there was four different albums that dropped this week. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You had Donda, then you had Certified Lover Boy from fucking Drake. Drake. Then you had an Imagine Dragons album drop that I didn't expect, which was really good. It's probably my favorite album. Out it of was really those three. good. And then I don't. Th- I I just found this out like an hour ago, and I listened to the album an hour ago too. Mm. Moist Critical dropped an album. What? What? Yes. Whoa. Damn. Like, what is with the September Whoa. week one drop of all the albums from like <laughs> every major influential music personality and YouTube personality for that matter? I, I might be I out, out of the loop here, but does, I, I didn't know that Moist Critical made music. So like, he does, yeah. he does like, it's it's kind of like if any, if I had to, I was trying to think of what I would say in here. I never really was able to fully come up with a great statement, but it's almost like a more heavy metalier um, Nirvana. 
almost kind yeah, of that yeah. grunge, but more emphasis on like heavy metaler and a little right. bit more screamo. Yeah. Twenty nineteen guys. But yeah, it was a bunch of it was like I think it was like six. It was like six of the those like tracks that he's been releasing over the past couple of years, remastered, and then like four new original ones or something Ooh. like that. Hmm. That still got pretty the, good, actually. Still got the Lil Nas X album coming out. Still, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, bro, that we, comes out in like all, what all two the, weeks, oh. right? Yeah, I think I think it's the seventeenth. Bro, everyone's trying Jeez, to help their third th- their third quarter <laughs> stock prices go up. Like Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that is. Honestly, I, uh, I wonder if it maybe is something uh, to do with the Grammys, like getting onto the next year's Grammys. Ooh, oh, maybe. that would make sense. Like, what are the Grammys? No idea. <laughs> All right. Nobody has an answer to that question. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Let's move on. Cord, do you want to introduce a topic real quick for us? Sure. Beautiful. So uh, earlier this week, I don't even know when the fuck it was, but some pictures for the new Resident Evil movie reboot came out. Pictures contained shots featuring Avon Georgia. Um, the most popular role I could find him from was from Zombielands 2. He was the hippie guitar guy for any of you guys that have watched that movie. Oh. He's playing, he'll be playing Leon Kennedy. Um, Robbie Anell, who was a star in the rom-com The Duff, which is the only second time I've ever heard of that movie. I wasn't expecting <laughs> to ever hear that movie again as Chris Redfield. And then the Rays runner star, Kea Scodelario. She was the girl in the Maze Runner series. Like, Teresa, I think that's what her name <laughs> the was. Girl. The girl. I mean, there was literally, like, there was one main girl in the yeah, camp of yeah. boys. That was, like, a big plot point in the first mo- movie or whatever. And she will yeah. be playing Claire. Um, okay. The director is um, Johns Roberts. He directed 47 Meters Down. And he says this reboot has nothing to do with the other Resident Evil movies in either story or tone as the... What? This movie called Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City will be going for more horror rather than sci-fi action. So wait, it's going to be... So it's just... This is literally just a branded movie. It's literally just a horror movie, but Resident (laughs) Evil flavored. Okay, so... (laughs) Have you ever watched the Resident Evil movies before? Uh, No, I've not, admittedly. See, this is interesting because I think the original... Resident Evil movies like had barely anything to do with the games. Yes, they were. They had very oh. little to do with the games. Well, like I mean, of course, there's like zombies and Umbrella and some of the big name characters were in there, but they had yeah. no, they didn't go along with the plots of the games at all, neither in story or tone. Like I was huh. a little, I was it was a little like I'd watched a couple of like Resident Evil movies here and there, not in any order on like TV and shit. And I was shocked when I went and played Resident Evil too. I was like, yeah. I wasn't ready for this to be like <laughs> this fucking scary. Like I was expecting it to be like Resident <laughs> Evil Four, even less scary than that game can be at sometimes. So I oh think it's interesting that they're going back to its roots and actually going to make a Resident Evil movie, not whatever bullshit that the movie series was. Yeah, it almost sounds like they're going to do it the way that it was supposed to be done, but I'm also kind of yeah. not holding my breath because generally speaking, video game movies don't turn out too well, but there have been kind of um, 
what's the word? They've been on the up. They've, they've been on the up. Yeah, th- there's been examples that kind of break that uh, that idea. Like, say for example, uh, I want to say Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. What? I think that you was wouldn't? actually really that was a really good adaptation of a Pokemon like oh, that you okay, could okay. possibly yeah, do yeah, yeah. in terms of Pokemon and live action. So many people yes. hated it, but I no, I thought I it was really it. good. And I, I would I say I would say Sonic. I haven't seen the new Sonic movie, but it yeah, looks like it was, they, it was it was like it wasn't like good, but it wasn't bad for what? a kids movie. Yeah, it, it was just definitely made for kids. That's like the main thing that I took away from it. It's not an adult movie at all. It's just there could be kids movies that are made for adults. <laughs> well, yeah, but this one just kind of wasn't. But it was still entertaining and like pretty cool to watch. It was okay. Like like as a like gamer it. over here, it was okay. It, it wasn't. It was okay. A, it was a very much. A well, kids you movie. didn't grow up on Sega, so <laughs> eh. I played Sonic here and there. So. So shut the fuck up, Cord. <laughs> I would we need say to stop like, fighting like children. <laughs> this, I would say the Resident Evil movies are a bad example. One of the bad examples of. Uh, video games getting turned into movies. The Doom movies. There, there was one like back in like, <laughs> 2000 and something. It had, did it have the rock in it? I think it had the rock in it. I think one it of them was shit. I, I, it I had no the idea. rock in it. I didn't yeah. even know they had movies. Yeah. There, was, there was actually a Doom movie recently. It went straight to fucking DVD. It was trash. <laughs> <laughs> the fate of all shit movies is DVD. <laughs> Doom. <laughs> But yeah, it's oh like I, I would say that video games uh, being made into movies has had kind of a bad history, but they've been doing good recently. So it could be good. But yeah, I, I'm not holding my breath. I mean, nah, it'll be I interesting. Don't know. I feel like I feel like with the way that Resident Evil, um, what's it? Uh, seven and eight went. I feel like they're definitely going to get this horror stuff down because like it just seven and eight have were really, really creepy. Like, yeah. especially it wasn't uh, that seven. creepy. Yeah, seven was more creepy. Seven, than eight. seven was yes. so scary. Yeah, it's so creepy. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think it'll be, it'll be interesting to think because I feel like at least the gaming side of Resident Evil, Resident Evil is best when it, it's kind of, it's both when it's both of its horror and action. It has when it has yes. that nice symbiotic yeah. balance that I think has been best most recently seen in Resident Evil Two Remake. That's when the franchise is at its best. Mm. Whenever it swerves too much in one direction, it can still be good. It's just not as good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nock, do you want to introduce one of your topics? Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is kind of funny because like, I don't really follow Dr. Disrespect or any, I don't really follow any Twitch streamers at all, but I all I found the history between, behind uh, Dr. Disrespect getting banned from Twitch. Really, what? really fascinating. Ooh. So a while ago, Dr. Disrespect gets randomly banned from Twitch. No one knows anything. There, there are a bunch of people speculating. There was, uh, there, there was this uh, guy that was in like, um, I think he was like a video game slash esports journalist called Slasher. And he was talking about, you know, 
Dr. Disrespect has done something completely horrible. He'll never stream again. He was like something what? seriously like illegal, horrible, something incredibly bad. They made it out. So many people, I think, I can't remember what streamer it was, but some streamer said she knew information that was like saying that Dr. Disrespect would never stream again because of what he did. And it was like, oh my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it was probably like Amaranth or something. I think it actually was. That was that was the name that came to my head, but I didn't want to say oh it just in case. Oh my God. Wait, was it Amaranth? It might be, it? I think it was. <laughs> oh gosh. I feel like, no, no, no. I think what you're thinking of with Amaranth was that one time she was like blackmailing the Twitch mods so that she didn't get banned oh or whatever. God. Like she has dirt on their names and that's why she doesn't Probably. get banned or something. Wait, are that's you a sure? separate topic? That's, that's a, keep going on. I've never heard of that. Hold up. Now I'm interested keep, in this. Hold okay, up. All right. Pull up the secondary so, <laughs> so, so basically it is believed or I think Amaranth has said or something like that. Or Alinity. That she has like, Oh, it might have been Alinity. Yeah, she was the one that gave the vodka to her cats. That's oh what it was. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember Amaranth saying that. I was like, what? Yes, yes, yes. I'm Here's sorry. I got my that names makes wrong. Sense. They that both makes start. Sense. They both start with A, That's and true. so I get messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. All right. Sorry. Not. So this all happened at the time that uh, Mixer shut down. So the running theory is that the reason why. Uh, Twitch banned Dr. Disrespect is because they didn't want to have to pay out his contract because they, he had an exclusive contract oh. with Twitch. And Twitch realizing that there's no major competitor to Twitch anymore meant like, fuck it, we can just ban him and not pay out his contract. That way we can save money and don't have to worry about him. What? <laughs> that's, that's the- running, Is that confirmed? That is the theory. However, so that, that'll happen like- I want to say maybe even six months ago. It was a while ago. So yeah. recently there was a clip of Dr. Disrespect saying essentially he was talking about how he was really salty about the Twitch ban, about how, you know, when people look up his name, that all they see is all this information about, you know, being banned from Twitch. Um, because, you know, now he, he streams on YouTube and pretty successfully as well. Yeah. So and he was talking about, you know, oh, the damage is a huge. I, I can't get contracts with Disney or anything because, I don't know, maybe he was planning on doing something with Disney, that, which would have been interesting. But maybe something fell through hmm. because of his reputation. Because when you look him up, it's all, everything talks about him being banned. Because it is a massive deal. I would be surprised. Deal. I would be yeah. surprised. I saw huh. that video that you're talking about, that clip of him talking about ranting about their diagnosis of the Twitch stuff. I would be very surprised if Disney was going to hire Doc as uh, some sort of yeah. thing. But I feel like that was just more of like, oh, look, this, or just using Disney as an example, because Disney's one of the biggest brands out there, of just like how much just having that dirt on your name really affected yeah. him. Yeah, because like if I you mean, just say, yeah. "Oh yeah, uh, Nvidia didn't want to do a deal with me," no one's gonna care, <laughs> or not not care as much as you go. Oh, yeah. Disney didn't want to do a deal with me anymore. It just uh, overemphasizes his point in making that it just really screwed him up. I will say that eh. Doctor Disrespect is incredibly, incredibly ambitious, and oh yeah, the the amount of things that he he does that is just not not just streaming. Like he did like the level design for that game. Uh, shit, what was it? Cord, me and you used wait, to play it a bit. Wait, what? Um, what? Rogue, Rogue Company. Rogue Company. Yeah, he designed that level that's oh. about Doctor Disrespect. 
Oh, I didn't Ooh. realize he developed Whoa. that level. That's yeah, actually kind of cool. I mean, before that he was a, before he was a Twitch streamer, he was a, um, a map designer for he ma- he designed maps in Call of Duty. Really? Whoa! Yeah. Well, that's why he hates Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so recently there was this clip of him, like just after he was talking about all his damages and everything, he said, he said that he now knows the reason why Twitch banned him. And that's the reason why they're now suing the fuck out of him. His, his words. Wait, what? No, wait, I thought it was the other way around. Wait, what? What? He said he now He's knows. He's getting sued? No. He now knows why Twitch banned him. And that's the reason why he is now suing the fuck out of Twitch. You said it the other oh, way around okay. the first you time. You said it the other way around the first time. Did I? Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so he is suing Twitch. Yes. Yes. So okay. this Good. this could be really interesting because this could this could go a number of different ways. So either they settle out of court and they settle before anything's filed, and nobody knows mm. anything that what any, you know, it could be a condition of them settling is that nobody knows what happened. You know, no no beans get spilled. If I However, had to guess. If I had to guess at this point, I would be very, I wouldn't pin Doc on the type of guy who's gone through this bullshit for the past year now ish. And it's just going to go, I'll take quarter of a million dollars outside of court without letting everyone know what the fuck actually happened. Smile. Here's the thing. Walks off this merry day. Here's the thing. Let him talk. Let him talk. The minute he files anything against Twitch, it becomes public knowledge. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can look up the filings and everybody will be able to find out exactly what's going on. As long as, you know, he makes sure that his bases are covered in terms of what he accuses Twitch of, he should be he he will be fine to spill the beans through legal papers. Hmm. And then interesting. The one of the things that I thought of was that the reason why he specifically talked before he admitted to the whole suing Twitch thing, he specifically talked about what damage that uh, getting banned has done for his career and specifically talks in terms of monetary value, what being banned Mm. has done to him. That is the reason why he talked about all those things is so that he can use it in a case. Because when you, when you sue something for somebody, you have to prove damages. You can't sue somebody for something that hasn't damaged you. Right. At least not in America. Mm. Huh? That's interesting. So I think it was very, um, not suspicious, but very obvious as to why he said those things before he admitted to suing. And things could play out pretty interesting. But huh? But now now we hear that uh, Tim the Tatman has left Twitch. Right? Tim yeah. the Tatman left Twitch That's- to go to YouTube gaming after being on Twitch for God knows how long. And it, it was all—it was always crazy because I, I would say Tim the Tatman was one of the guys who complained so much about not being able to play with Doc anymore because apparently you can't play with people yeah. on Twitch who have been banned, which absolutely yeah. sucks. And makes sense, know, but there was there was like an event, like an Activision Warzone kind of event or something like that, that had like an advertisement for Doctor Disrespect on it on Twitch. <laughs> which was crazy. It was like some, was it Dr. Disrespect and Mountain Dew had like a partnership or something and they played that advertisement so. on Twitch. <laughs> that was, that was hilarious. That's awesome. But, I, but I've also heard oh Tim the Tatman talking about, apparently there are like other big name, uh, big name Twitch people that are planning on leaving and going to YouTube. 
I wouldn't be surprised if like Asmund Gold leaves. Asmund Gold already said he was leaving. He did? Oh, damn. But he was leaving streaming in general. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's taken a big hiatus before. see him go. He's taken and then he came back, started playing Final Fantasy 14. And like, yeah, but he's like one of the old it. heads of Twitch. I'll be sad to see him gone. Damn. Yeah, he's he's said things about leaving. I, I think it's Aww. I think it's already confirmed. I don't know. I could be wrong. Has he has he said anything That's so like sad. What, he has plans of what he's going to do after? I don't think he wants to do anything. He's well, just I mean, going to retire. But like, has he talked about anything like, well, I know everyone's going to be worrying about me in my personal life, so I'm picking up a night shift job at Lowe's for the next uh, 10 years. And, um, <laughs> it'll be really good. It'll be really good for my mental health. You know, just get out in the world and get out of my cave and stop playing WoW for 35 <laughs> hours a day. Not anything like that. Oh like, my God. Not, not that I'm aware of. I, I don't know. Okay. Oh, there's no way he's like coming off of MMORPGs at all. He's still going to play though. Oh, He's absolutely. just not going to stream it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I got to ask. Those games suck your life in, bro. They're terrible. I got to ask, how good was that as my gold impression for <clears throat> really off the cup unpreparedness? <laughs> I didn't even know you were I didn't doing know you were doing impression. Impression. I'm sorry, Fuck. dude. <laughs> all right. Zero out of ten. I'll take it. I'll, I'll work on the as my gold no. impression. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, what can, what can I say, guys? I I really didn't prepare for it. It was really unexpected. You know, nowhere on my podcast <laughs> notes was there a diagonal link to Asmund Gold. So I didn't even like wasn't even on the mind that really until about uh, a minute and a half ago. But yeah, so Twitch. It seems like Twitch is kind of in a bad light right now with like things like oh yeah. like hate reads and all this absolute absolute nonsense. Yeah, that was another thing that talked about or that happened this week. We we didn't write notes about it, but can we talk about that? Which was the the, the day off Twitch, the day off of the, Twitch, where people like off boycotted of Twitch, right? Twitch for a day. Yeah, because Twitch was doing nothing about hate raids against minorities. Did they? They made an announcement like saying that they were planning on doing something. They didn't did. They? Yes, they did. After after people refused to use the site for the entire day, like. People stopped streaming. People stopped watching. Like everything, it was crazy. Well, did you hear about that guy who got like follow botted into like the top ten streamers? No, that's but I don't crazy. doubt that it yeah, happened so- because that shit happens all the time. It was like over a million follow bots brought him into uh, the top ten. No, and it's like that's awful. I, I don't like as a software dev, as somebody who does stuff with web dev, I don't understand how Twitch can let their platform allow registrations and not flat like allow hundreds and thousands of bot registrations because like there are ways to detect it about you know that kind of stuff like say for example like you can't get a million fake ips a million proxies and, right. and register what a million i saw accounts. what i saw and just lightly reading over this stuff now you're preparing for the podcast but something yeah. along the lines <laughs> of twitch doesn't have a feature the basic security feature of oh hey before you use this account with this email, you need to confirm this email. Yeah, no like email confirmation. Every other company right. in the world fucking has. So and I think it was saying that you can make up to three different bot accounts with one email. Yeah, and they probably don't. Oh. Res- they probably don't restrict it based off of IP address as well. So you could probably make you know two thousand I you know two thousand bots off of a single IP address, and it probably has nothing to trigger it because. This shit wouldn't happen if Twitch had the most basic of most basic protections. Damn. 
Oh my gosh. That's so annoying to hear because like literally botting has been a problem for like so long. Like I remember getting hit with bots when I like first started streaming and like I still get hit with bots that are just like advertisements like, hey, come buy some (laughs) followers. And I'm like, no, fuck you, ban. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you're never going to get rid of that stuff because that's just like one account. But this like hate raid stuff with like thousands of accounts and then follow bots and all this absolute crap. This is preventable. Twitch could do better. Hmm. Well, I'm glad they got bullied into it by the community finally. It was bound to happen. If they weren't going to do anything about it, either they'd lose their relevance as a platform or they, they would have to do something. I feel like they probably are losing their relevance. I think yeah, more and more it is seeming oh, yeah. as, like as people move to like, YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be yeah. interesting to see just next nine, not even nine months, six months of where Twitch is at. Cause yeah, like we could be now, seeing not us. only not only do you have things like hate raids and all that shit going on on Twitch. Twitch has been in a negative light for a while. Now you have Tim the yeah. Tap Man leaving Twitch and going to YouTube to going to streaming and now we're having talking about some sort of legal action against Twitch from <laughs> Doc, which who knows how the fuck that's going to go on. But that's probably going to show some really bad stuff on Twitch I, too. Uh, I the think, more and more ooh. about this bad stuff that Twitch kind of goes on, the more and more YouTube gaming will become more of a viable option. Yeah. I think yeah. at the very least, in, in terms of with Dr. Doctor Disrespect, at the very least, something will happen and they'll settle and maybe Twi- Twitch will allow Doc back. Or at the most, we'll see some really scummy behavior of Twitch, which is just going to add to what, what I think we're seeing, we're possibly seeing, is the beginning of a snowball effect of Twitch falling from grace. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if it'll... The only way that it falls out of grace is like in popularity terms, because like in money terms, they're fine because Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, but you've I also mean, got the the monolith of Google. Yeah. But think about hmm. this. They just took a big hit. Tim the Tapman ain't no small guy. Right. Yeah. Think about that. Like Honestly, I feel like the day that like Ludwig and um gosh, who's that other guy? Um, XQC. When they leave, this whole thing is done. Yeah. Well, Ludwig was the actual yeah. guy who originally. Yeah. Now that I remember it, Ludwig was the guy who said that there are at least ten people, ten big streamers that are looking to leave Twitch. He might be Damn. one of them. If he's one of them, whew, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't. I don't. I would be surprised if Ludwig would leave. I hope he does. At least just yeah. I would be too. I would. I would, I would be because he's yeah. kind of. He's kind of built. Like more than just more, I feel like more than other people, he's kind of built himself on Twitch. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. he's the Twitch he definitely guy. Like played their game. <laughs> That's true. He's completely changed the streaming game forever. Yeah. So like, oh, I yeah. would be really surprised if he left mm. anytime soon. But yeah, I feel like one of the things that just that kind of hurt Mixer at the end and is hurting YouTube gaming or YouTube gaming now. Part of the reason why I haven't uh, switched over because I've lightly thought about it just because, you know, is that it's just there's not enough people that consider YouTube a streaming platform at the moment. And I think these all these moves are going to help that problem. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it like and also it's hard to like find new streamers on YouTube like I. Yeah. 
I have never once in my life like searched a YouTube stream like section or anything like that. There is the a whole section I've for used, it. Like YouTube stream. I, I've never been there. I've never ever in my life been there. Again, the only ca- time I've looked at YouTube streams was like I think my college did one for like um what's it called orientation. Uh, knock did one with some friends like a while ago and um i think sharp z did did streams on youtube and i would watch those but that's it and that's over the course of like years like that's like three years maybe and i've like just never searched for new streamers on youtube because you always go to twitch and that's the problem exactly yeah yeah well if it's easier to find people on twitch I don't know if this is a thing, but if YouTube does something where they can create like a gaming YouTube gaming front page that shows gaming streams specifically, there could be kind of a hub for discovery in terms of gaming streams that might be what's missing. Yeah, that would be nice. I don't even know what YouTube streaming or gaming looks like right now. Yeah, neither, neither do I. Oh my gosh. Speaking about Um, things that we have no idea that we look like. Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. We shit on Nintendo last week. Shut up. This is my article. I did the research on it. Okay. All right. Your fault for not hopping on this one. But... I wanted to do a transition. Screw you. Too late. I got it. (laughs) Stole it right right from under you. Speaking about things that we don't know how it may or may not look. Rumor has it that Nintendo may be releasing Game Boy games for Nintendo online people on Switch. So rumors started with this podcast called Nate the Hate that this was gonna this would be a feature coming out soon. But then various different gaming news sources have all secured their own insider confirmation of this. There are no details of like titles or when this feature would be released or details or anything like that. However, this would kind of make a lot of sense as Nintendo didn't commemorate anything for the 30th anniversary of the Game Boy last year. And as there's kind of a national chip shortage, which would make it hard for any physical quote unquote remaster or remake or re-release of the classic Game Boy to come out, it makes sense that they would make a kind of like a Game Boy app, kind of like they have the SNES and NES apps for Switch. Dude, I'm so excited for that. If that actually happens, That'll be so crazy, but I don't feel like they will put Pokemon games on there, at least main mainline ones, because the there's like going to be no possible way for you to trade stuff unless I do like Wi-Fi link cables, yeah, which would be like that would be wild. Yeah. So I feel like while it is like a really cool thing, I don't think that people are like going to get what they expect out of this like i feel like it's going to be i don't know like maybe obscure games or like there's going to be more like a variety and less of a concentration of just the popular games because that's kind of how the nes and snes apps are right now i just want lego star wars on the game boy the game boy edition that's all i want (laughs) oh oh no oh no oh yes i grew up playing that shit that game's so different from the original it's hilarious it's it's so crazy they are two different games for two different generations (laughs) of people it is hilarious and i want to relive childhood memories by playing the lesser version of the game boy advanced lego star wars please and thank you 
That's all I want. <laughs> so Pokemon Gold and okay. Silver had a had a re-release on the 3DS, didn't it? It did, yes. Now, did the did the whole link cable thing work with those? I have no idea because I never owned it. I I didn't buy it. Yeah, I should have. I, I only <laughs> saw like pictures of like the original Gold Silver being on 3DS like yesterday. I was like, holy shit! I didn't know they did that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that was a thing. That was. I don't know how trading worked on it though. That's interesting. If if it did, it wasn't all. the D, the three D. Because I think the three DS was like the console that you could get like Pokemon traded up like all the way from like OG Blue or no, that that was the DS Lite. That's what it was. DS Lite, you could trade all. If you had a DS Lite and a 3DS, you could trade all the way up to like current gen. Wow. I, yeah, yeah. So that was like the console that did that. So I don't know. I don't know if you could like have your 3DS version of Pokemon Gold and then have a cartridge version of Pokemon Gold <laughs> and then interact with the two via those two devices. I don't think that's possible. It would be interesting. I don't know if huh i want to uh, mm, i want to google that now <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking really about this whole trading thing like can you trade from let's go which is like kind of like spin-off Ooh. from let's go into uh like say for example sword and shield because if you can then theoretically yeah. you can trans you can tra- uh, trade pokemon from pokemon go oh yeah it would be oh my god if they put like Pokemon Fire Red, and then you can trade those Pokemon into Sword and Shield somehow. That would be really weird, but also really cool. The crazy thing. I feel like they'll they'll do like a third, like a, I don't even know what it's called, like a different app that's for it, like they did with the Wii or whatever, and yeah, Pokemon yeah. Coliseum, I think. Like Pokemon Ranch or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, totally agree. No, completely <laughs> about what y'all are talking about. Following completely, and I wholeheartedly agree that none of this shit makes sense. Now, for context, Cord has never played a Pokemon game in his life. <laughs> I intend to keep it that way for as long as I can. Now, why? Um, oh, fucking bitch. my God. <laughs> you suck. Um, was there anything else meaningful that I cut you off from saying, or are you just going to continue A little bit, actually. On on I was going to talk about one thing. Yeah. Go was, ahead. Because we were talking about the whole let's go thing, and I, I wanted to mention, like, it's if you can tra- uh, trade from let's go into, like, main series games, then theoretically you can get shiny Celebi from Pokemon Go, because they did an event with that oh. to get shiny Celebi. And I think shiny Mew is oh. actually available. And there is a shiny Mythics, like... I, I remember Those reading really hard. Yeah, I, was, to get. I remember reading like that. They guard that shit really, really closely to make sure that you don't uh-huh. that they, they don't give away shiny mythics. But if you could from from let's from Pokemon Go to Let's Go and then into main series, you could get shiny Celebi. Yeah, it wasn't shiny Celebi only available in like Japanese Pokemon centers in real exactly. life or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. That would be really crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Whoa. Anyways, that, that was the only point I wanted to make. I really want to find out there. Huh. No, that's a cool point. And then I feel like we can move on to a little bit of some other like silly news right here and talk about Soldier Boy claiming to own Atari. 
because he just did one day. He just, in reality, the situation was that he bought their cryptocurrency, not their stocks. So he doesn't own like 51% of their stocks. He bought their cryptocurrency. What is the story of went- the cryptocurrency? <laughs> that's wait, that's the no first way. question. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, know, wait. Whoa, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the phone right now. Okay, wait. Let me just, I want to back up just for the audience, just to fully understand uh-huh. what I'm thinking through right now. What you're telling me right. is that Atari hopped on the Dogecoin train and went, you know what? Let's make ourselves a do- uh, cryptocurrency, putting it in our name. Yes. Uh, and Soja Boy, did. apparently this dumbass went, oh, hey, look, Atari stock is at like mm, 10% <laughs> of a cent right now. Let's own 50% of that bitch right now, baby. I want to own Atari. Yes. And then Atari went, yes, and go, that- went and came out and was like, that's our crypto, man. The normal stocks are yeah. about. No, 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 no. That's not what they did. Okay. No? So okay. 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 Basically soldier boy goes on like Instagram live and he starts cussing just like crazy. He just starts cussing at Atari. He's like, fuck you, Atari. I own your ass. Whatever. He's like talking all this shit. And then like, and then, like five minutes later, the, the official Atari Twitter account goes, uh, just like an announcement to everybody, Soldier Boy does not own our company. <laughs> so funny. That, that, that's some troll level shit, though. It's so good. But that's the thing. It's like it's so ridiculous. When you own stock in a company, technically you own a portion of that company, but like mm-hmm. an in, in infinitesimally small portion. If you're buying a cryptocurrency which Atari probably has like a, a crypto token based off of Ethereum. And mm. in no way does a, does a, a crypto token <laughs> mean any kind of ownership. And to claim, oh my God. Dude, my man probably went, yo, I missed out on that Doge train train. Yo, wait, Atari, I recognize that name from my childhood, dog. Put my money yeah. in that shit right now. I want to own that shit right now. Was was this a failed attempt at pumping and dumping a crypto coin? Like, was he saying this shit know. just so they could be like, oh, I, I claim I, I earn Atari. Then he was like trying to make some sort of virality out of it to make the Atari coin go up so that he could dump it later. Like, if that's actually the case, it might have actually worked. I don't know if that is the case. That was really smart. But at the same time, he made a fool of himself because that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. That is not the first, <laughs> last, or hundredth time that guy is going to make a fool no. out of himself. Oh my god! I, I remember back like back when, back when Crank That originally came out and he was doing shit all over YouTube. I remember he... Oh, yeah. He was like going off on this video that he made on YouTube talking about um, you know, everybody, ha- everybody hates him because he honestly is a terrible rapper. <laughs> he was talking about how he was, this, this was just an outlandish claim and incredibly stupid. He was like, every time you click the dislike button, I get 50 cents. Oh my Dude, God. I wish. Bro. That is some crazy CPM. That is insane. <laughs> BRB, guys, Dude. I'm going to spam dislike on my YouTube videos real quick. Quarter is for a gamer. <laughs> Money printer go burr. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Jeez. But he also did like the Soldier Boy console shit, and now he's just doing this. Ah. Uh, oh, so weird. I, I feel like I feel like he's trying to do like Lil Nas X style kind of trying to stay relevant things. Yeah. But just absolutely failing at it like he always does. <laughs> it just looks so stupid. <laughs> 
looks at little Nas X. So Yo, that man pregnant. What can I do? <laughs> Fuck it. Buy Atari. 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 We're buying Atari. Get that shit right now. He probably called his accountant. He was like, hey, can I own Atari? <laughs> his account is probably just some yes man. He's like, you can do whatever you want, soldier boy. <laughs> He's like his mom or something. She's like, like, certainly you can, can do anything you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Follow your dreams, honey. <laughs> oh my god! You know what All if he was right, like, well, "Yo, I- mom, buy me Atari," and the mom went to the cryptocurrency. Oh my! It just completely <laughs> fucked up the transaction or whatever. The secretary's birthday gift. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. I think that's gonna be all from us for this episode because we are we're 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 encroaching on that hour mark. We're about fifty-six minutes in. Uh this has been an absolutely fantastic episode. <laughs> um big big thank you to the co-hosts. Uh Cord, where can we find you on social media? Cord underscore gamer on every planet known to man except Facebook. Because I don't go where the boomers go. Yeah, screw Facebook. Anyways, Knock, where can we find you? you? Also, on you Facebook. can find me on on Facebook.com slash knock dot <laughs> music. The oldest motherfucker <laughs> here has a Facebook. <laughs> hey, Facebook is actually a decent like platform for music. I not for anything else, but yeah. uh, decent class. Fair point. D- fair it's point, a decent platform for anti vaxxers music, <laughs> and boomers. Anyways, continue, please. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> uh, I would say you can find me on knocked up. Oh fuck me, that's not for what. That's not the URL. Knocked up, man. Knocked up. Twitter.com slash knockv, twitch.tv slash NOCV. Oh, All right, you can find me um, on twitch.tv slash Muzio underscore M-U-Z-I-0-H underscore and on Twitter at It's Muzio. Same spelling as before, but without the underscore. And guys, that has been this week's episode of the Meme and Die podcast. We will see you all in the next one. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye.